This is Radio Romania International. You are listening to our one-hour broadcast in English for listeners in Western Europe and Africa. We can also be heard on the internet at www.ri.ro, Channel 1. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter and other social media platforms. Our programs are also available on TuneIn, Radio Romania International 1, and in Europe via satellite Utilsat 16A on 11,512 MHz, vertical polarization, azimuth 16 degrees east. We wish you good reception conditions. Hello, this is Daniel Biltz with the news, the headlines. The head of the Romanian government, Mark Cerciolacu, is in Brussels for talks with the European Commission on Romania's budget deficit next year. A team of the European Commission is to visit Romania on Friday and Saturday for talks on ways to streamline the local capabilities handling the Ukrainian grain exports. And Romanian tennis player Sorana Krista will be up against fourth-seeded Elena Rybakina of Kazakhstan in the third round of the US Open, the last Grand Slam tournament of the year. The first formal visit the Romanian Prime Minister Marcel Ciolacu has paid to Brussels since he took office kicks off on Friday with a meeting with the European Council President Charles Michel. Jolaku will also have talks with the head of the European Commission, Ursula von der Leyen, and with the President of the European Parliament, Roberta Metzola. Romania is stable politically and economically and has seen the second biggest economic growth among the EU members, strongly supported by the direct foreign investment. We are going to preserve the dynamics of Romanian economy and the investors' trust through the reform we have been making in the essential fields, the Romanian Prime Minister went on to say. Romania would like to be allowed a budget deficit over 5% and in order to convince Brussels, the Prime Minister is expected to propose a series of fiscal measures. These include bringing the number of VAT quotas down to only two and cancelling a number of facilities. Cholacu is expected to explain that Romania needs a budget deficit of 5% because the country has supported the neighbouring Ukraine affected by the war. A team of the European Commission is to visit Romania on Friday and Saturday for talks on ways to streamline the local capabilities handling the Ukrainian grain exports after Russia has left the initiative regarding these exports through the Black Sea and is presently threatening maritime civil transportation. The expert team will be visiting the ports of Galatz on the Danube and meet representatives of the Lower Danube administration, port authorities and pilots. The team will also travel to the Romanian Black Sea port of Constanza for talks with the representatives of the operators, transporters and grain traders here, the European Commission has announced. 
Romanian tennis player Sorana Krista will be up against fourth-seeded Elena Rybakina of Kazakhstan in the third round of the US Open, the last Grand Slam tournament of the year. Krista has never made it through the third round of this famous competition, which she attended in 2009, 2019 and 2020. Last year, she was eliminated in the second round. Another Romanian player, Patricia Tsig, has been eliminated today by the US challenger Jessica Pegula, 6-3-6-1. The Romanian diplomacy will continue to support and promote solid partnerships and relationships based on democratic values, respect for fundamental freedoms and rights, International law and order based on rules, the Romanian Foreign Minister Luminița Odobescu said on Friday. In her message on the Romanian Diplomacy Day, Mrs. Odobescu recalls that this day is being celebrated in a difficult and complex regional context, which, jointly with the accelerated global development, calls more than ever for a predictable foreign policy, coherent, adjusted, dynamic and anticipating. Referring to the priorities of the Romanian diplomacy, Mrs. Odobescu enumerated the increasing role and influence of Romania's inside the EU and NATO, as well as the development and deepening of the country's strategic partnership with the United States. And neither will the development of the consular services for the Romanian nationals outside the country be neglected, the Romanian official went on to say. And that was the news. Dear friends, the Radio Romania Board of Administrators decided to temporarily suspend the use of two out of the five Radiocom shortwave transmitters that ensure the broadcast of Radio Romania International's programs because of budget cuts. The RRI programs in English are affected. All of them may be received on only one frequency instead of two as of August the 1st. The frequencies, as well as any other prospective changes operated by Radiocom for to reception monitoring and to your feedback on reception quality will be announced in our broadcasts on our webpage and on Facebook. We invite you to follow RRI's programs online at rri.ro, including On Demand, on SoundCloud, on Android and iOS apps, via TuneIn and via Satellite. You can find more details on our homepage. You can also follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, LinkedIn and Spotify. The authorities will provide financial aid to the victims of the Crevedia explosions and their families. I'm Vlad Palku with a report by Sorin Titus Jordan. The victims of the Crevedia blasts and their families will receive financial aid, Prime Minister Marcel Ciolacu has announced. Five people are still in critical condition in ICU wards, two of them treated in hospitals in Romania and another three abroad, while another 22 patients are treated in hospitals in Bucharest, their condition being stable. In total, some €500,000 will be paid next week to the victims and their families. 
We have earmarked aid for the families of the victims of the tragedy in Crevedia and to all those whose households were affected by the fire. 2,000 euro will be paid every month to caregivers assisting the injured abroad and 400 euro per month to caregivers assisting the injured in Romania. We are also providing assistance to people without family and to those whose houses were affected by the fire, with amounts ranging from 500 euro to 2,000 euro per family, depending on the damages sustained. The Romanian Prime Minister also said the government is in permanent contact with the hospitals in Europe treating patients with serious burns, adding that the state will cover all transport and related expenses for the families who accompanied the victims. Marcel Ciolacu said a nationwide investigation is underway targeting filling stations, particularly the 1300 LPG stations on Romania's territory. The Romanian official called on the relevant institutions to enforce the law and take firm action wherever they report irregularities. These so-called business owners who get hundreds of millions of euro in profits at the cost of large-scale tragedies must be ousted from the Romanian business sector. We have to change the legislation so that any company without a fire safety permit or operating license can also face criminal charges. In the current legal framework, they will only pay a fine and carry on with their business, potentially triggering new tragedies. Prime Minister Marcel Ciolacu. Last night, firefighters managed to empty the three tanks in Crevedia, fully securing the site. Meanwhile, another person has died to the burn sustained in Saturday's blasts. A man hospitalized at the Floresca Emergency Hospital in Bucharest, who had sustained burns on 90% of his body. Another patient treated in Milan, Italy, is also in critical condition. So far, three people have died following Saturday's explosions in Crevedia. And that has wrapped up our newscast. Next in this program, sports. Welcome everyone to Sports Weekend. I'm Vlad Palgu. Romanian tennis player Patricia Tsig lost to Jessica Pegula of the USA 6-3-6-1 in the second round in the women's singles at US Open. Another Romanian, Sorana Kirsta, is expected to take on Elena Rybakina of Kazakhstan. In the women's doubles, Gabriela Ruse of Romania and Marta Kostiuk of Ukraine have advanced to the second round. The Romanian men's volley team lost to Portugal 3-0 in Group D at the European Championships in Israel. Romania will play Turkey and Greece this weekend and France on Monday. The top four teams will advance to the round of 16. Both Romanian football clubs that reached the Europa Conference League playoffs were eliminated on Thursday. Romanian champions Farul Constanța lost 2-0 to HJK Helsinki away from home, after winning 2-1 in the first leg. 
Romanian Cup winner's ship Sfântu Gheorghe lost 3-2 to FK Bodo Glimt of Norway after extra time, after both matches had ended 2-0 at the end of regular time. This Saturday will see matches counting towards the second round of the Romanian Rugby League. CSM Bayamare will take on Burlad, Știința Petroșan will play Politehnica Iași, Universitatea Cluj will go up against Municipal Galați, Steaua Bucharest will play CSM Constanța, Dinamo Bucharest will play Săgeata Năvodari, while SCM Timișoara will take on Grivița. SCM Bayamare, SCM Constanța and Dinamo Bucharest are leaders in each group. This weekend will also see matches in the Romanian Football Super League. On Friday, Petrolul Ploiești will play Oțelul Galați, while Rapid will play Bucharest rivals Dinamo. On Saturday, FC Voluntar will take on CFA Cluj, while FCSB will play CSU Craiova. On Sunday, Universitatea Cluj is playing Politehnica Iași, while FCU Craiova will take on Farul Constanța. On Monday, FC Botoșan will play FC Hermannstad, while Shepsi Sfântu Gheorghe will go up against UTA Arad. FCSB tops the league tables with 15 points, followed by SCU Craiova with 14 points and CFR Cluj with 13 points. You have been listening to Sports Weekend. Focus on Romania. Next in this broadcast, listen to Song of the Day, Crazy Loop, with their song Love Maria. Yeah. 
this roller coaster. Don't be afraid, be as free as 80s on my brain. are listening to Radio Romania International. The future starts today. starts today. I'm Kalin Kotsoyu. The National Report on the Situation of Drugs, drawn up annually by the National Anti-Drug Agency, is a reference document for the experts in the field of narcotics, for decision makers, and for any person interested in the latest trends recorded in the evolution of this phenomenon. The most recent such document, published at the beginning of the year, analyzes the data recorded in 2021 and in the chapter on the main drugs consumed in Romania, it specifies that 10.7% of those aged between 15 and 64 have taken at least one type of illicit drug throughout their life, experimental consumption. 6% of them have also consumed in the last year, meaning recent consumption. The highest rate of consumption is among the young population, 15 to 34, adolescence being the period with the greatest vulnerability to initiating drug use. The data also show that cannabis continues to be one of the most consumed drugs in Romania, both by the general population, second place in the ranking of the most consumed illicit drugs in Romania after psychotropic substances, and by the school population. Moreover, cannabis and cocaine have an increasing availability on the illicit drug market, with 2021 seizures reaching the highest values for cocaine and the second highest value for cannabis recorded to date. It is also worth mentioning that almost 75% of the total amount of drugs from significant seizures was destined for the illicit market in Romania, an aspect which, experts say, shows that there is a dynamic of this market at the national level. The good news, on the other hand, would be the 12% reduction in recreational consumption. Beyond statistics and numbers, Experts draw attention to the dangers to which consumers are exposed and provide solutions to help them get rid of this addiction. An expert in combating the drug phenomenon, sociologist Catalin Tone 
spoke on Radio Romania about narcotics and actions to combat and prevent their use. Besides paying attention to our kids, we also need to pay attention to their entourage. We must provide the parents with clear instructions, with training. We must provide them with materials for study, as there are many parents who do not know about drugs because they belong to other generations. We need to come up with alternatives, and I emphasize this world, alternatives. The moment you put a ban on something, you must come up with alternatives. We have to come up with them like exercise, sports, with alternatives that give children that extra amount of dopamine in the brain so that they should not be tempted by drugs. We must stand by their side. We have to enter their world, both teachers and teaching staff and the parents, because temptations are everywhere. We have negative influencers. We have the internet that bombards children with all sorts of advice and encouragement to start consuming drugs. It is time for us to get down to work. We should be organized and effective. We should look to Western states, states with experience in this area, because things can take a negative turn. We are at a focal point in terms of music events. We have put Romania on the map of entertainment tourism. This is important from a financial and economic point of view, but this comes as a package with vices, incidents, with problems, and with drugs. Officially, in terms of drug consumption, Romania is at the bottom of the list. However, experts say that many of the consumers fell through the cracks in terms of official statistics. We asked where drug consumption can lead, and the answer came from Radu Cinku, an emergency medicine and toxicology specialist. We are talking about acute intoxication, which can put life in danger. We are talking about life-threatening complications, such as toxic encephalopathy, meaning a coma that calls for intubation and medical ventilation. We are also talking about cardiotoxicity, meaning toxicity at the level of the heart, which could cause cardiac arrhythmia which can result in cardiac arrest. We are also talking about renal toxicity, where some substances may cause acute renal blockage, needing dialysis. Unfortunately, repeated consumption may lead to developing tolerance. This means that we have to increase the dosage to get the same effect, and tolerance leads to addiction, meaning that we constantly need that substance because otherwise we get withdrawal symptoms, These symptoms can lead to violence or self-harm, which in turn may lead to crime. The patient who needs a substance could do anything to get it. Consumption and trafficking of drugs is criminalized in Romania, and recently penalties have been enhanced. At the same time, all the projects and interventions from the National Anti-Drug Agency aimed at reducing the demand for drugs were focused on consolidating the Integrated National System for Prevention and Assistance. You've been listening to The Future Starts Today. This is Radio Romania International. Cultural Event. 
Hello and welcome to our culture feature, I am Kalin Kotsoyu. If the European event Night of the Museums has already reached its 19th edition in Romania, in 2023 the Night of the Museums in the Villages is just starting on the evening of September 2nd to 3rd. Organized by the same team that deals with the Night of Museums in Urban Spaces, the event in the rural space promises to be even richer in objectives worth visiting, also constituting a European first. Why it was decided to organize a cultural white night in villages, we learned from the initiator and coordinator, Dragos Namu. Lately I had noticed a very interesting phenomenon that was happening during the night of museums. Many memorial houses, private and public collections, various cultural objects with heritage value originating from communes and villages in Romania joined the classic event, Night of Museums. This made us understand that there is a growing need for rural communities to present themselves, to expose their public collections and to discuss very frankly the value of rural cultural heritage. And that's how we came up with the idea. Of course, I also looked at other aspects when I decided on this, including the originality element, because, as you probably already know, it is the only such initiative at the European level. Contrary, perhaps, to the general perception, in villages there are not only museums or ethnological objectives, and this will be visible in the night of museums. Dragos Nama explains... Most people will be very surprised to find that this museum and cultural heritage in the rural world is incredibly diverse. Perhaps in many ways it is much more diverse than what you can observe or visit in urban spaces. We not only have ethnological and ethnographic collections here, but a lot of other things. You may be surprised to learn that there are so-called fairy parties in various places. You can learn fascinating things and stories in the cloth, cloth and Story Museum. You can visit creatively designed bars, mills, not just water mills or windmills, but also paper mills. You have spaces of rural creativity, crafts, clay workshops, gastronomic points. You have archaeological parks. You have monuments from the Neolithic period. You also have archaeological reservations, as we saw in the case of an entry from Satomare. We have a lot of castles, palaces, noble residences, fortified churches. The night of museums in villages will take place in 36 counties. I'm happy to announce that there are already 140 new objectives for the inaugural edition. We had set ourselves a hundred such targets, but we exceeded them. I can say with conviction that we will even reach 150 to 160 registered objectives. So, this is more than ethnography, it is history, it is ecology, it is domestic, private and rural life, it is ancient and contemporary history. You have been listening to Cultural Event. Time now for a short music break in the program. Listen to Sore featuring Adrian Suna and their song, Lovesick. Mm-hmm. 
You are listening to Radio Romania International. Next up in this broadcast, it's Music Highlights with me, Lăcrămiora Simeon. We devote today's edition to the memory of the pianist Valentin Gheorghiu, who passed away on July 17th at the age of 95. The Gheorghiu family is one of the most famous in Romania's world of music, represented by the brothers Stefan and Valentin Gheorghiu. The pianist Valentin Gheorghiu was born on March 21, 1928, in the Danube port of Galați in the east, being two years younger than his brother, the violinist and teacher Stefan Gheorghiu. Both brothers had the chance of musical talent and renowned teachers, such as Mihail Jora, Constanza Erbiciano, and especially George Enescu, thanks to whom the Gheorghiu brothers improved their skills at the Paris Conservatory, where Valentin was taught by Lazar Levy. Along with other emblematic figures of Romanian pianistic art, Valentin Gheorghiu had an important special place 
his obvious talent, sensitivity, and solid culture made Valentin Gurgiu an authentic artist, which makes him one of the most important and valuable pianists of the 20th century. Let's listen to him performing Song Without Words, number no. 6, opus 19 in G minor, by Felix Mandelson Bartoldi. The pianist Valentin Gheorgheu made his debut at the age of 15 at the Romanian Athenaeum in the company of the Bucharest Philharmonic Orchestra and under the baton of the great conductor George Georgescu. In his long and impressive career, Valentin Gheorgheu made numerous tours around the world, especially as a soloist of the Bucharest Philharmonic Orchestra. He collaborated with all the great conductors of the world, with leading soloists, he was invited to important international festivals as a soloist or as a member of the jury. A good example of this being the Paloma Oshi Santander competition. And he was always in the foreground at all the editions of the Georgianescu International Festival held in Bucharest. At the first edition of that festival in 1958, 
Valentin Gergiu was a member of the trio that also included his brother and the cellist Radu Aldulescu. The Gergiu brothers then winning the first prize for the best performance of the third sonata for violin and piano by George Enescu. And also in that first edition of the Enescu Festival, the Chamber Symphony for 12 solo instruments, Opus 33 by George Enescu was performed. Therefore, we invite you to listen to the end of that symphony performed by 12 top soloists from the then Bucharest, including Valentin Gurgiu. Conducting was the incomparable conductor Constantin Silvestri. We end music highlights today with the final part of the concerto for piano and orchestra by Valentin Gurgiu. Performing is the very Valentin Gurgiu, alongside the Transylvania Philharmonic Orchestra of Cluj-Napoca, conducted by Emil Simon.
Living Romania. Coming up next in this broadcast, stay tuned for... Artscape. Hello and welcome to a new edition of Artscape. I'm Cristina Matescu and today we'll be talking about some of the events hosted in Romania and abroad to promote the country's Art Nouveau heritage as part of World Art Nouveau Day. So stay tuned. Guided tours, film screenings, book launches, exhibitions and talks are just some of the events taking place this year in Romania to celebrate World Art Nouveau Day on the 10th of June and intended to raise awareness among the public about the heritage of this movement connected to the arts, architecture and design. An innovative anti-establishment style, Art Nouveau, flourished in Europe from the 1880s until the start of World War I driven by the social and technological changes taking place across the continent at this time of rapid industrialization and urbanization. The movement was committed to modernize design and integrate art into the everyday world, whether it was about habitation, furniture, household items, textiles and printing. At a talk hosted by the National Heritage Institute to mark Art Nouveau Day in 2022, the historian Alina Pavelescu placed the movement in the historical context of pre-World War I Europe. Before the First World War, Europe and the Europeans were an optimistic society, very ambitious and very confident in science, perhaps even more so than we are today and at the same time eager to explore their emotional side. I believe the way in which Art Nouveau manifests itself in various European countries reflects this state of mind, with all the different so-called national expressions of this trend being characterized by this drive for renewal that could be felt across Europe at the time. The art historian Mircea Hortopan, who also attended the talk hosted by the National Heritage Institute, said Art Nouveau had the effect of making art and design available to the masses. Art Nouveau was an expression of freedom, of exploration, and it disseminated among the masses owing to the technological discoveries and progress of that epoch. This was very much in line with one of the current ideas of the day, that of art for all and beauty for all. While the Vienna secession was dominant in the architecture of Transylvanian towns and cities, dating from the turn of the 20th century and the pre-World War I years, the Neo-Romanian style, which also emerged at this time, was prevalent throughout the Romanian kingdom, which incorporated the southern and eastern Romanian lands. Considered a local response to Art Nouveau in architecture, this style incorporated traditional features and decorations and was chiefly promoted by the architect Ion Mincum. One of the areas in which the Art Nouveau influence was most strongly felt in Romania was graphic art, whether in book illustration, advertising or typography. You are listening to Radio Romania International. 
Now in its 11th year, World Art Nouveau Day is this time dedicated to materials and how the Art Nouveau artists and architects used materials that had newly become more widely available, such as wrought iron and glass, to produce exciting designs and innovative techniques, often juxtaposing old and new materials in creative ways. To mark this, the University of Architecture in Bucharest is hosting an exhibition showcasing different publications that discuss the diversity of Art Nouveau materials, from wood and stone to wrought iron and glass used on large surfaces. A treasure hunt is held in Timisoara, in which different teams set out on a journey around the city to discover elements of architecture connected to Art Nouveau, including windows, door frames, decorations and many others. The small southern Romanian town of Târgoviște joins the lineup of events with a guided tour of buildings decorated with Art Nouveau elements and a workshop for children, teaching them how to draw in the Art Nouveau style. Finally, the county library in Oradea runs an online project that brings together old documents and photographs of buildings from this city, showing them at different stages of their construction, as well as scenes from the life of the city around 1900. Art Nouveau is the year of Art Nouveau in Brussels, a city that is intimately linked to the birth of this movement, with a host of events being held throughout the year. Among them, an exhibition that stays open until the end of July, entitled Orada Heritage Realm, Nymphs of the Palaces, from the Romanian artist Larisa Birta and organized by the Romanian Cultural Institute in Brussels. Using artificial intelligence, the exhibition tells the story of Orada's Art Nouveau palaces, where geometrical shapes and fluid lines come together to create fascinating designs. Today, located in northwestern Romania, Orada was at the beginning of the 1900s, when the Art Nouveau was at its peak, part of the Austro-Hungarian Empire, as was most of Transylvania, and thus strongly influenced by the Vienna Secession, as Art Nouveau was known in Austria. Owing to its impressive Art Nouveau heritage, Orada is in fact the only Romanian city to form part of the European Art Nouveau network. This heritage includes buildings of different sizes and with different functions, from residential buildings, hotels, cafes, theatres, banks and houses of trade and industry, to industrial structures and warehouses and army buildings. They all make for a very original style, characterized by the extensive use of ironwork in the building's interiors and the rich ornamentation of their facades, with an extraordinary variety of plant motifs. To promote Romania's own Art Nouveau heritage, the Romanian Cultural Institute in Brussels is also this year running an online program on its Facebook page, and which is free to access, consisting of a different post each month showcasing different aspects of the Art Nouveau legacy in this country. And that's all in Artscape today. We'll leave you now with a song called Among the Clouds, sung by Luisa Zan. Until next time, from me, Cristina Mateescu, it's goodbye. Să vadă chiar și ea Cum plute 
Focus on Romania. Coming up next on Radio Romania International. Simply Folk. Welcome to Simply Folk with me, Lacramora Simeon. Today's program features Lia Lungu, a native of Banat area. She will be performing the song I Can Go Around the Earth.
And with that, our broadcast in English for listeners in Western Europe and Africa has come to an end. If you have any comments or suggestions, please write an email at engl at ri.ro.